A storm rages around this facility as the crew of the DSS-1 hunkers for the evening. The black sky is illuminated every few seconds by a magnificent crack of purple electrical energy. Sand whips around the surface of the planet at a speed that could shave the skin off a poor soul trapped outside. The pack of a dozen Gauzeks that gather on the ridge overlooking the facility are not poor souls. This storm is a perfect hunting ground for these apex killers. The pack leader's orbs, orb eyes narrow through the sand and the storm and watch figures moving inside the now lit facility. It has been a long time since this building has held prey, but tonight, the pack will feast. Inside, Rune sits at a desk, inspecting the vials of chilled alien blood from the storage locker. She is running these samples through a series of tests to determine their origin, comparing them to samples provided by the crew in the ship's database. The Imperial scientist Lorena passes by the lab door with a large scrub brush draped across her shoulder like a rifle. She's on her way to the shower, or whatever passes for a shower on a strange alien planet. Rune looks up from her work briefly as the lithe scientist passes by, blushes, and returns to the blood sample in her hand. Samson is in the hangar with a torch gripped in his teeth as he fumbles with the door release for this out-of-service ornithopter. If he can get it working, his crew will have a way off this planet. Yuhuan has separated themselves from the others, and has stolen away to the hatch leading to the roof of the facility. They take one last suspicious glance behind them to make sure no one is watching, and heads up the hatch. So who would like to start? Okay, so I was looking for how to um, deal with this blood disease, right? I think so. I, I mean, y- you were just, you were more kind of just curious about the samples in the lab and like yeah. wanted to look at them. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. Hadn't really occurred to Rune yet that this could be a potential cure for a disease, but. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I'm just checking out all these blood samples and checking out all this, uh, you know, sciencey gizmo, whatever. I'm probably like kind of like looking at all the samples and like reading the information that there might be included in each sample or whatever. And then like referring to some medical textbook off to the side. Okay, so I'll give you a choice for moves. <clears throat> okay. Um, you can either use information as power and use a data. Okay. Or you could go for un- or an unearth forgotten lore, because um, there's a couple of options in there that would be. Let me take a look. We have five data, just so you know. We do have five data. Um, so yeah, let me scroll down. I just want to like decide which one I think would be more interesting. Yeah, I want to do information as power. I didn't really like any of the questions in Unearth Forgotten Lore. Fair. So it says when your character draws on your family's research and spends a point of data, reveal a secret they discovered about your target and get fleeting advantage exploiting it. Um, so I feel like. Number one question, what is the target that you're focusing on, Rune? Um, I think my main interest at this point, because I'm already probably getting like a fledgling of an idea of like my whole 
Phoenix chip host body thing. Mm-hmm. Um, reanimating corpses nonsense. My Frankenstein goal. Um, I'm getting like a fleeting, you know, awareness of that. So I'm probably trying to see how close like Imperials are to humans medically. So I guess I will say uh, you, the the big thing it's they are very close. Right. Um, there is there is stuff present in Imperial blood that um, like, you know, foreign bacterias and um, and other things that would come about naturally from being exposed to different biomes for a long period of time. Um, and so because of that, they have adapted or their, their blood has adapted to those specific circumstances more than yours, where you have different, you know, they're mutated in different ways because of their environment, but, um, their, their core, at least like mechanical functions are basically the same. Um, I will also say because you're you're investigating like all of the blood not just imperial blood in this case i'm assuming right yeah yeah there is a vial which you can't determine its origin because you don't you know you've never seen it before um and you don't have anything to compare it to uh outside of like you're an imperial blood like you're like it's not one of these it's a third thing um this blood has a like extremely fast regenerative property like it is the the uh blood cell count in this vial is like extremely high when you first pull it out and like running tests on it and stuff exposing it to elements and things cells will die off and then and then um like regrow extremely quickly so whatever is in this blood is like very very uh like rapidly reproducing. Okay, I am gonna You know what? I'm gonna go ask Oh my god, Lorena? That's her name, right? Yes. Okay, I am gonna go ask her like about it. Like well, what is this? What's going on here? Like gonna see if she knows cool. anything. Cool, I love that. So you um you're kind of just like one track mind thinking about this this problem, thinking about this blood. You've got the vial in your hand and you walk into this chamber um that Lorena has now called the shower like four times. (laughs) And uh she is not clothed. Um yeah. She is not clothed. Her her clothes are hanging from like some sort of like clip system on the wall. Um and it's very loud in here like the uh there's like sonic vibrations that are just like shooting all around this chamber. And you notice as you enter like the the dirt and stuff that's on you just starts to like kind of shake away and it's like in the air vibrating away from you. Um, First of all, that's crazy. Yeah. Good on you yeah. for coming up with that. Um, Sonic shower. So, hmm. uh, not an original concept, but anyway. Oh, okay. 
Um, thanks. Thanks. I'm not that smart. Credit Gavin Kidder. Yeah. No one ever has thought of this before. Um, but yeah, she's got like a loofah and she's just like scrubbing the her back uh, to get like the tough, tough stuff that's just kind of like smoking away from her. Um, but she is very naked. So I'm just going to be like, oh, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I'm just going to like start babbling and like sort of trying to explain why I came in here. Um, but not like really. Just mostly, like, babbling incoherently. Um, she obviously can't hear me. Yeah, she just, like, points at her ears and then, like, points at a, at a uh, spare brush on, like, the wall. And just, like, motions, like, you can come in. Right. Um, if you're, if you're going to shower, go ahead. Right. Um, so I'm just going to, like, wave my hands and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, and, like, run out the door. Okay, cool. <laughs> she shrugs and consen- and continues her yeah her she's like not paying any fucking attention to me it's great or more specifically just doesn't understand why you reacted the way you reacted yeah so after that embarrassing dis- uh, is situation uh, what does Rune do um I am probably gonna go find Samson and just you know be like, look at this interesting thing I found. Okay. And be well, like, do you think, you know, Android would be able to suss out why this blood is so weird? Regenerating so quickly. So you are inspecting this ornithopter. Um, you're not a mechanic, but you're you've got some experience with flying vessels, uh, you know, small aircraft and the like. So you're like, I could probably fix it. Uh, <laughs> and you've got you've got a torch between your teeth, and you're just like trying to get the door to open. Even it's like I can't even start working on this until I can get the fucking door open. So Samson's not sleeping tonight. Yeah. So I'm uh I'm kind of I'm doors on the side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's um well the panel is on the side. It is kind of like a like a back. So mm-hmm. like it's like a ramp that heads that you know. Got it. Flattens down onto the ground when people want to come out. Yep. Um, but yeah, there's like extra seating, but in in the back there. Okay. So you're trying to get that open. Got it. Uh, okay, well, I am just um, tinkering away with this, uh, whatever tools I can find around, um, trying to see if I can get this door to open. Is there any, uh, I guess the first thing that I'm going to do is look around for uh, power supply. It might be, like, dead, so it can't open if there's no power. So I guess I'm just going to kind of look around and... See if I can't, like, I don't know, plug it in or something, I guess, for, like, layman's terms. Um, I think you don't find, you don't find that among, like, the tools that have been left by the people at this outpost. 
you do see uh you Yuhuan's pack is sitting like kind of against the wall um and there is a green glow coming from it mm, yeah we like the look of that i'm gonna go grab it real quick okay yeah you think for like a half a second you're like huh where's you Juan? and then you're quickly like switch gears to what is this glowing thing in your pack uh and it's the little um it's the little device that they picked out of uh uh lorena's ship got it cool well um can i i guess i'm gonna inspect it. it what what exactly is this device looking like what does it do i mean obviously i don't know what it does yet but yeah yeah i'm not gonna like give that away to you but yeah i mean it, it's it's about it's about the size of like a softball um okay. and or but it's like a cylinder mm-hmm. and it's just got like a kind of like a glowing green strip across the front of it it might it, it looks like it might have like a some sort of connectors on the top and the bottom like some prongs or something yeah something akin to a prong got it cool all right well i'm gonna walk this over here and uh take a look or is any of the paneling like can i pry off any of the paneling i i know there's probably just a roll i should do to kind of fix this problem but I'm kind of like, I don't know. Is there any, like, paneling off the side that, like, is open that I can look into to look at, like, wiring or anything to try to open this door? Sure, sure there's plenty of paneling missing. Cool, I'm gonna... I guess I'm gonna take a look, and I I think I'm gonna un- use... Uh, can I just use Unleash Power with this yeah. thing? And Yeah. That's exactly what this is designed. This move is designed for. All right, cool. You found cool, a device. Cool, cool. You don't know quite what it does, but you're going to attempt to use it for something. And you tell me what that thing is, and then roll, and I tell you whether it succeeds or fails. <laughs> Got it. All right, so I'm going to use this device. I'm going to try to see if I can use it as a power source to supply power to the ship to open the door. Okay. Yeah, I think this is the first time we've used uh, Unleash Power to do exactly what it's <laughs> it's supposed yeah, right? to be for, and that is just kind of like a catch-all for weird shit. Uh, I rolled a nine because I have a negative to bonus lore. to lore, so that's great. Uh, so you get to pick two. Device does exactly what you wanted. Device can be used again. You don't rouse other devices in your environment. You avoid the device's side effects. Um, we're going to do the device does exactly what I want, and I'm going to be able to use the device again. Okay. So you will rouse other devices in your environment, and you will, or, and you will not avoid the device's side effects. Yep. So this, uh, you plug this thing into a, some sort of like receiver that is roughly the same size and shape, uh, as the thing you're holding and um a a shockwave of green energy uh shoots back at you and throws you against the wall (laughs) simultaneously this shockwave um pushes out uh from this device and turns off all of the lights in the facility (laughs) okay and so (laughs) 
you you take you take one harm um as you're like as you feel the force of this thing blow into your back or, or of you know the wall blow into your back and then uh yeah the power is completely off your torch like cascades to the floor but the ship in front of you um like whirs to life <laughs> okay um well i guess i'm uh gonna play it based off the sheet but now i'm all pissed off apparently i'm angry now so yeah. um, god damn it motherfucker what was that what is going on you Juan? picking up all this shit out of space and yeah. expecting it to just work like what the hell is this so i will say i will say rune you're walking towards uh where samson is in the hangar and all the lights go dead oh shit Okay, so um, I'm probably, like, not thrilled, not gonna lie. I'm probably, like, freaking out a little bit. Yeah. Now that the, um, now that the, like, whirring of the machinery and uh, stuff in this facility is completely dead, um, you can hear the storm, like, peppering the walls outside. It's, mm. especially in the hangar, because there's just, like, a big metal... Uh, door between you and the outside it's just like you know thundery claps and and uh wind just whipping against the wall okay so i'm i'm probably gonna like sort of sit down and like cover my ears uh i'm just gonna give a general call out on the comms be like hey um sorry i think that was me i got the ship working though is everybody okay? Rune, do you respond? <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? <laughs> what are you? <laughs> what are you? <laughs> How are you? Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> why I, are I'll you? I'll do you one better. Yeah, yeah. Why? When are you? Why are you? <laughs> when are you? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Where where are you right now? Um I'm in the room with you. Oh shit. Okay. Um so I, I walk over to my torch and I like start sh- flashing it, shining it around and see if I can find her. Yeah. Yeah, you see Rune kind of just like in the fetal position. On I'm the not floor. in the fetal position. I'm just <laughs> sitting. It's not that dramatic. Okay, fine. Oh, man. Unless you want it to be that dramatic. The the flashing of the of the light on you in this dark room does remind you a little bit of the headlights from the car. Of course it does. I'm gonna like kind of scream and be like, "Ah, oh, Samson, hi." Uh, is everything okay? Uh, yeah, yeah. I wanted to show you this. Um, what what is it? <laughs> It's like one of the blood samples, but it's weird. It's like the cells are dying and replicating at like crazy rates. I don't know. It's um, it's acting really weird. I just do think that um, Android would like be able to help figure out what's up with it. I, I think in between 
Android and Yuhuan's uh, medical know-how, they might be able to uh, synthesize something or at least figure out what is going on with this. Kind of sounds like it would be something useful for our uh, friend who is still snoozing up in space. What do you think? Oh, I totally forgot about him. (laughs) I uh, can understand, uh, but uh, this could... this. Based on what you just described, this actually could be something really helpful for uh, for Gregory. So why don't you uh, hang on to that, and we'll see if we can make something of it uh, here. I mean, who knows? We might not get anything from it at all, but, you know, it's better to try than to not, I guess. All right. So I'm going to, like, just go back and keep sort of exploring these blood samples and trying to figure stuff out. Uh, the power's dead. Oh, yeah. yeah. The power's uh, dead. I'm going to just, like, find somewhere to sit and watch Samson continue to try to figure... Like, I don't know. I'm just going to follow Samson okay. around. He's got a flashlight. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the, uh, the, the ornithopter is giving off some lights here in the hangar now, too. Um, okay. Especially as, as like when you open the the hanger or the the door, the hatch to this thing, um, there's lights and stuff on the inside that illuminate the uh, that cast you know sh- long shadows on the hanger, but illuminate it a little bit. And you guys, I guess, Rune's gonna hold the torch and uh, and your tools and and help you um, work on this ship. are going to cut now to Yu Huan, who has just stepped out um, onto the roof of this facility. The storm is whipping all around you. Um, it's it's hard to see. It's hard to hear. Like your senses are just being completely overloaded. What are you doing? Yu Huan is looking around, but and surveying the area. Um, I guess, how's it looking? Is it dark? Is it rainy? Uh, I mean, you can't see, see, you can't see more than a few feet in front of you. The sand is just being kicked around so violently. Every now and then on the horizon, you'll catch uh, like the purpley glow of an electric strike. Um, But yeah, as far as like, if you didn't know where you were, you would be completely lost on this roof. Okay. Uh, can I hear anything? You can hear, I mean, outside of the, the just absolutely thundering loud storm, um, not much, no. Okay. Um, Alright, so uh, I guess Yuhuan is going to look around and pull out the little throat Karina thing that I have. The throat Karina. Okay. All right. And I love the names for everything in this. <laughs> um, I'm going to 
test it out. So, um, Yuhan wants to see if they can lure one of those creatures and try to communicate with it. Okay. Um, so I've got an interesting... You can either go for an Unleash Power move or maybe find common ground. I guess I guess I'll have to Unleash Power first. Sure. Alright, so uh, that's a nine. So you get to pick two. Device does exactly what I wanted. And... Oh, God. I don't know if I want to... I feel like I want to avoid the device's side effects, but isn't the side effects the other device what I'm wanting? Um, okay, I'm going to device can be used again. So you will rouse other devices in your environment, and you will not avoid its side effects. So you you put this thing to your mouth. You're trying to figure out what the best way to do it is. And you kind of just like, um, you haven't heard these things a lot. Um, so you play it and it makes a no, a noise, a loud, like piercing noise that, that shoots through the storm and you hear return calls, but they're not the same noise that you made. They are like much more ear splitting and aggressive and they are coming from every direction Hmm. okay i seem to have a response but it also seems to be very aggressive yeah i mean the device did what you wanted it brought them to you Mm. (laughs) Um, you can use it again good for you um okay uh can i use okay i'm gonna use it again um, not before, uh, you actually feel the effects of the, uh, side effects. You see a Gauzak appear on the roof. Um, it has leapt from some, somewhere. I mean, you can't tell because the storm is just, it's impossible to see, uh, beyond like a few feet in front of you. Um, but this thing is on the roof and it is, uh, like, kind of crouched and approaching, um, like a, like a stalking animal, and like its its uh, chitinous uh, pincers are just clicking aggressively. Okay, um, I turn towards it and take a step back, and place a hand on my little pistol thing. Yeah, it. Uh, its eyes narrow, and then you hear another, a second one from behind you, sta- uh, blocking the door, the hatch, back down into the facility. And they are circling you. Okay, I slowly release my pistol. I look around, and I am going to try to defuse. By playing the Throat Karina again. Are you trying, uh, I'm assuming Sway? Yeah. So, except I have a negative Sway. So, uh, 
So let's see what happens. We gonna find out. We're in the we're currently in the fucking around part portion. Yeah, and I'm about to find out, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh wait, it says for intimidation or physical exertion I can do force. Or for fast talking or misdirection I can do plus sway. So I feel um, like using a device to talk to a thing is more fast talk or misdirection than it is intimidation. Oh. Because rolling plus force on intimidation feels like very much like a physical intimidation. Like, oh, I didn't know if I could like. (laughs) I didn't know if I could like try to play an aggressive tone to like or aggressive tune that I might understand as y'all need to back my pocket. I. Do not think so. Okay. All right. I'll do the sway. Uh, I got a 12. So I guess minus one is 11. Okay. Uh, on a 10 plus, the situation is safe unless changed significantly. Um, so you play this tune again. You're kind of like nervous. Um, and uh, it comes out kind of sounding weird, weirder than you would have expected. Uh, kind of like a like a repeated almost like almost quack like um noise uh but these creatures arch their backs and stand a little taller and just like retreat a bit and kind of watch you so they have they have backed off of you and are and are both just kind of like watching you intently and now you can if you would like attempt to understand their language. Okay. Um, okay, so I guess I'm going to... Do I just roll for that, or do I play again to try and coax them into, like, creating a sound for me to hear it's, from my mood? Narratively, it's whatever. You'll have to make the roll, but we can we can explain how, how it works narratively with whatever you want. So I rolled an 11, so 12. Woo! <laughs> So you can now you can now communicate fairly distinctly with these things, uh, and they have a language. Um, they are they are predators, but they have like an intelligence that um, you picked up on, like you know f- even from your first interaction with them, uh, and so because of that you have attempted this maneuver, and and it has paid off. Um, so you can communicate with these things. Okay, let me pull up my throat, Karina. And I want to play a tune that suggests I want to challenge their leader in a battle of dominance. Okay. <laughs> uh, that would be find common ground. All right, let's do a find common ground roll. That's a sway. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, sway. you know, just because they can, just <laughs> okay. because they can understand what you're saying, doesn't mean they like what they hear. Right. Okay. So I rolled a nine. So minus one is okay. eight. Um. Uh. Okay. So th- they pick two, and both both of these must be met. Uh, they'll only do it if you can give some give them something now that's worth it, and you reveal your full agenda. <laughs> Okay. I will play a tune that says, I wish to defeat your leader in combat and gain 
control privileges. Can I like sugarcoat it and say companion instead of subservient? I mean, it says full agenda. Um, okay, I, okay, full agenda, I want to challenge your leader for dominance. If I lose, then you can eat me. If I win, then your leader becomes my servant. Okay, and what are you going to give them now that makes it worth it? I'm going to do a terrible thing and let one of them inside the compound. What the f- Alright. Okay. Okay. One of them, uh, like- turns and kind of like gets to the gets to the ledge of the building and just kind of like a cat just gracefully leaps down and into the storm the other one um sort of like waits expectantly by the hatch okay um yupon walks over confidently and villainously (laughs) to the hatch and opens it and points inside. And it will, like, slither like a fucking snake into this, or down the hatch and into the facility where your friends are? Question mark? <laughs> Not on the where they are, but yeah. the question mark on the friends for sure. Yeah. Oh, uh, Okay. So, to solve that problem, Yu Huangji, like, frantically calms the rest of the group. Um, wait, do I have to do a fine common ground roll to sound convincing? Uh, no, you could just act it out narratively. Okay, so Huangji calms the group. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> I was attacked by one of those foul creatures, and it managed to make its way inside. <laughs> Prepare yourself at the <laughs> shut soft communicator. So you guys are in the dark in a powered down facility and your companion has just informed you that there is a is a Gauzek loose okay um that explains where you Juan's been so Um, not great we uh we need to go find Lorena um if you want to hold the torch I can uh carry this rifle here get behind me so we can get to her quickly I'm gonna do as he says Okay. I'm following orders. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And I'm just walking around pissed off like this motherfucker. Just What are they doing in the door? Walking around. Letting people in. I'm like mumbling to myself the whole time. Yeah. Okay. So where are you going to go to find Lorena? Well, I guess I should ask Rune. Um, where was the last time you saw Lorena? I've been in the hangar this whole time. <laughs> Yeah, Rune, when's the last time you saw Lorena? What was she doing? (laughs) Um, I'm not even going to explain. I'm just going to, like, cover my face and be like, she was in there and point, like, the direction of the showers. Uh, So following the advice uh, of Rune, you go down the hallway to where the showers are, 
and you find the door is uh, shut. And you hear from, from the other side, someone there? Tunk, 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 tunk. Can you let me out, please? I've been locked in here for about 10 minutes now. Or not minutes. She wouldn't say minutes. She'd say something else. <laughs> some some in, imperial measure of time that I haven't thought up of until just now. Or, you know. Several fast heartbeats. <laughs> yeah. Um, yelling from the other side of the door. I said, we, uh, I, I managed to turn that, uh, ship back on using uh, a device I found in uh, Yuhuan's pack uh, but apparently while I was installing this thing it let out a, a shockwave that shut the power off and now Yuhuan uh, has been attacked by one of those little nasty things and it is running around somewhere in here. Is there another exit or any other doors to the room that you're in currently? Uh, no, there's a ventilation shaft above me, but I won't fit in it. Okay. Um, part of me wants to just have him stay in there (laughs) while we go find this thing. But I don't know if those, uh, nasty boys can, uh, fit in the, uh, in the vents or not. Oh God, could you imagine her getting trapped in there with it? No, I, I could not and i would be sad if that happened so let's go ahead and try to figure out how to let (laughs) how to get her out i don't want to make you sad (laughs) emotional manipulate me okay um (laughs) yeah oh she she will respond she's like what what did you put inside of the ornithopter it was a it was a big cylinder with a green light on it. it. It looked like it fit, so I put it in there, and the ship turned on, so I guess it was a battery, right? Uh, that was my that was my surge amplifier, which would explain why it shut all the power down. Is there... Okay, what do we need to do to get the power back on? It... The surge amplifier would have... Would have triggered the the reset the facility reset um so essentially you'd have to get back up to the the control room and and flip the switch again okay um well i don't know if we're going to be able to get the can i i'm just gonna fiercely assault this uh this here door all right with your hands, gun... Just the butt of the gun. See if I can get okay. it to open. Like, dented enough where I could, like, maybe get... Like, have it caved in enough where I could get, like, a hand... My hands in to pry it away. Okay. Okay. Like, is the door... Is it a seam in the middle, or is it a seam on the side? I guess. It's uh, it's on the side. It's, it's like the side. a Yeah, it's like a sliding door uh, from, the, from the side. Okay, cool. So, yeah, I'm gonna hit it on the side there. Here we go. That is a 10. Uh, okay, you choose two, and the DGM chooses uno. Okay, so my question is, um, avenue of escape, would it, we consider that me opening the door would be the avenue of escape? Um, or would that be something else? 
I think that I, I think that choosing an option from the list that or to define the results of what you want it to happen aren't necessary. Like if you say I fiercely assault the door mm-hmm. and you succeed on the roll, yeah. you fiercely assault the door. Got the, it. The ex- extra things are, you know, are bonuses. Bonuses. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, then we are going to get value, something valuable and gain a device. And then um, we're going to get information as well. I get a data. All right. So, and I choose one. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's loud. You, you, you having to break down the store is loud. Uh, and you're pretty sure that if something, if one of those Gauzex is in the facility, you're making enough noise to draw them to you. Um, however, as far as uh, you get, you get your point of data. So that's hunky dory. And um, let me see. I have a few devices here. Which one makes the most sense? <laughs> you break your way in and uh to to this room and sitting on like one of the benches in this large like shower room um is like a canister of some sort of like um like aerosol which which contains like some type of foam inside of it it's warm to the touch cool see that's your device warm foam very nice warm foam <laughs> Mm, feels good. I like it. Okay. Well, Scooby Doo style. <laughs> Let's uh, start making our way to the uh, control room, I guess. Yeah. It's, you know, you stalking forward with your rifle, pointing it at every shadow, uh, ruined behind you, moving the torch, and Lorena just kind of like ho- hovering over you guys. <laughs> <laughs> she has put clothes on, by the way. In case anyone is wondering. Got it. Got I it. assumed. Got it. Yeah. In the time that she's been locked in here, in the right. dark, she's managed to find her clothes. I think they're like, I think the shirt's on backwards. Like, she couldn't see in here. <laughs> right. <laughs> so the shirt's on backwards, but like, she's got pants on and, you know. Okay, well, uh, since her shirt's on backwards, I'm going to point that out. She says, ah, Right. Uh, I really couldn't see um, which side I was supposed to put. The- okay, I will fix it. Um, yeah, I'll fix it. And she just like rips, whips the shirt off and turns it around and puts it back on. Mm. Yep. And for the second yep. time, Rune, you, you, you get a glimpse of her without towards- a shirt on. Yeah, her, her without yeah. a shirt on. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm blushing for sure. Uh-huh. As we're getting hunted by a... <laughs> yeah. In the dark. Yeah. In the dark. No problem. In the dark. Samson's I can't even see that around. well, but... Oh, you have, a, you have a torch. You're the torch controller. All right. Yeah, that's true. I was probably pointing it right at her. Sam- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Samson's just running um, around, walking around all grumpy like <laughs> motherfucker. Yep. Uh, okay, so the hangar is ahead of you. Uh, you hear like a, a clink as like a wrench or something a tool uh falls okay well i'm immediately going to turn to where the noise came from yeah you 
I mean, I assume Rune follows yeah. follows you with the flashlight, <laughs> yeah. the torch. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and you catch the just the very end of a slithery tail um, whip off into the darkness. Oh, shit. What the fuck? Uh, well, looks like we found the thing that we were uh, warned about. We need to make our way to the control room i don't really want to fight this thing in the dark i feel like it probably has the advantage let's move quickly please i'm gonna make you make a uh diffuse roll for that cool i will do that because there's you're definitely in a dangerous situation we that requires de-escalation we are and i am feeling like i'm gonna take a couple of I'm going to tell everybody to get behind me and take a couple of shots in the dark with the rifle. Oh, yeah, that's not going to cut it. That even with even with my plus one, that's uh, that's only a five. <laughs> Yikes. No! Yikes. First failed roll in a while. It's going to be yeah, one of those first days. First failed roll of the night. All right. Well, I have a plan. I have a plan. We'll see how much my hard move breaks your plan. Okay, I'm ready. Um, so you take a couple of shots in the dark, uh, making yourself, well, just the most obvious target. Um, and Rune, you see, like, Samson has, like, taken a few steps ahead of you to kind of, like, put some distance between you guys. And from, like, you're just, like, have the torch on him. Um, and, uh, you see the, the Gauzak lightning fast shoot across the um across the torch like glow and uh tackle samson into the darkness yeah i scream and drop the torch can i can i use an ability a character ability okay okay um i'm gonna use holding back the tide when you stand in defense of a person place or thing roll plus steel on a seven to nine pick one on ten plus pick two the options are no harm comes to the thing to do you defend you deflect blows raining down on you harmlessly away and you force the danger back and away okay okay that is better that is a oh that's a 10 with a plus one. Oh, math is good we like the math schnizzle schnizzle all right so um we're going to deflect the blows raining down on me since he just attacked me and then we're going to I'm going to force it away as well. All right, so I feel like you guys are you guys kind of like it's it has closed the distance between you um by tackling you. So it it is too close for you to shoot it. Yeah. Um as you're like using the gun to basically block incoming attacks and um but you're kind of like rolling on the ground with this thing somersaulting and uh you kind of like it gets on top of you and you kick it greetings dear listener from beyond space and time i am the game master Every episode, I like to take a second to appear, hat in hand, to ask for a little bit of financial support. If you enjoy what we do, please consider becoming a subscriber at patreon.com slash roll underscore warriors. This really is a ton of work that the whole crew puts in for every episode, and your contributions could help make it even better. 
$5 a month is all it takes to become a patron, and we do have some bonus episodes available for backers and the opportunities to suggest what you would like for us to do for our next bonus episode. I've begun the process of mastering and polishing the vast collection of music from Season 1 of Roll Warriors into something of an album. Now, the final product won't include everything that I composed for the season, but I have selected tracks that I felt could stand alone as music worth listening to. Keep an eye out for more information in the future about the release date and place for this album. I will most likely be creating a deluxe version of the album as a Patreon exclusive, which will include more tracks and perhaps even more goodies, so be sure to subscribe today. If money is tight right now, which I totally get, consider following us on Twitter at Roll Warriors and sharing us with your friends and family. Word of mouth is a really powerful tool and you could help us out immensely just by getting your friends listening as well. That just about wraps up the ads, so I will let you get back to the episode. Yu Huan is on the roof by yourself. You hear these creatures like, uh, calling in the in the storm and then a larger version of the Gauzek, um jumps up as followed by eight of these other creatures uh they're just they're kind of all like circling um and this one is you know it's it's taller it's got um on its shoulder blades, it's got two additional like whip tails that come shoot off of it off the back, uh, and kind of like, you know, crack in the in the air, uh, in a menacing display. Its mandibles uh, come out another like six inches off of its face and look just completely like jagged, sharp points and angles. Um, that this thing is an absolute killing machine, uh, and it approaches you and snarls. Okay, and what does the snarl mean? Is it a specific snarl? The snarl says, you have called for me. And I pull out my throat, Karina, and respond, I have, beast. You belong to me now, as you will soon see. And it's And it responds... Big words from a bipedal meat sack. Since I'm petty, <laughs> I respond, this bipedal meat sack will slice you. All right. What weapon do you have? I have, Cur- I have my pistol. <laughs> mm. Okay. All right. So just the pistol then? Wait, I also have, I don't know if I, wait, I'm pretty sure I carried it with me, but like one of the mandibles from the one that I dissected and took pieces of. Okay. So you kind of like, you have to sort of hold it, um, like underhanded. You're kind of got it out like a, like a stabbing blade as it curves out like a scythe. So you've got that and a pistol, um, kind of just like standing low. Um, as these things kind of just like circle around you and not cat call, but like, you know, they're they're is- issuing out little insults and and things like that, um, egging on their egging on their their alpha. I pull out my throat, Karina, again, and play a tune, exclaiming that you laugh and jeer, but will you be laughing as I kill your master? 
better yet, make him my slave. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, it lunges at you. Oh. <laughs> All right. You're like in the middle of like, you're in the middle of like, hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> All right. So, um, how do I know if I have time to dodge? Uh, you can either attempt to fiercely assault or you can try to defuse using quick action or uh, endurance or something. Okay, I'm going to fiercely assault. So, sure. all right. It's attacking you, might as well right, get a shot. And I feel like it played right into my hands. If by if by playing into your hands you mean a a larger, deadlier predator uh, surrounded by its smaller, still de- equally deadly predators uh, is swarming you, yes, then sure, well, yeah, all, it's in your hands. Well, all great instructions need witnesses, right? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so um, I'm gonna do force. I have negative one force, but I think mean, that's okay. This is going really well. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so it's it's Soifang Ji's plan in the body of Yu Huan, the scientist. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I rolled an eleven. So ten. All right. You choose two, and I choose one. Okay. So I am going to inflict savage, terrifying harm. Frightening and dismaying my foes. If I choose my avenue of escape is clear, do I get to choose that avenue or decide what it is, or do you decide what it is? Um, I would say you can decide. You can decide what it is, but the avenue of escape is a is a is a get out of this situation kind of escape. It, I I will say that you can't like manipulate the words to mean something oh, else. Okay, can I scavenge something valuable? Uh, sure. Okay. What I want to do is inflict savage, terrifying harm by, as he's angrily lost in a rage trying to kill me, he very predictably attacks me head on. So I kind of just, like, wait for him to lunge at me and then slide under him and use my mandible to slice his soft underside and the... Thing that I scavenge some entrails. Um, well, I get to tell you the device actually because it has to be it has to be a device with the mechanics of the game. Um, unless you want something useless, then you can have his. No, no. I mean, I don't mind a device. I just want to cut. I just want to. I just want to savagely cut his underside. Uh, okay. So you you go there and um. There is something wrapped around his back leg, one of because they've got these things have six legs. Uh, so wrapped around one of its rear legs um, is this trio of heavy balls on a cord that's been like coiled around him. Okay, and so uh, you kind of like as you're cutting, notice it and 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 like peel it off of him. Um, you will take harm appropriate to the enemy um, as uh, you, like, you know, roll underneath him. Uh, he will, like, step on you a couple of times, and uh, you will take two harm from that. Two harm? Oh, shit. He's okay. the big one. Wait, did I cause it harm by cutting yeah, it? Is yeah, 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 you did. You did. Is he scared yet? 
I mean, he looks it, this this thing looks uh, definitely shaken um, from the attack. It's still alive. Uh, you will you did not kill it in this in that single blow, um, but it wow. is it is wounded and um, kind of crouched extremely low to hide the, the stomach from you. Okay. Oh no, I'm overwhelmed. Um, <laughs> the, uh, uh, the, the, the fact that you're surrounded by all these creatures snarling at you, the storm raging overhead, um, is just extremely, uh, traumatizing to, uh, to you. And, um, uh, you have a headache. Yes. And, and for, and fucking light of my fucking headache, um, Yuhan snaps back for a second. <sighs> um, fondling, <laughs> fiddling and fumbling the throat Karina and tries to play a tune suggesting, like, a rake. Hold on, one second. Time out, time out. <laughs> time out. <laughs> um, <Time> yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna roll for this uh, because it is it is uh, it is Soifangji who could speak the language of these creatures. Um, oh my god! Not you, Juan. Mm-hmm. They don't. Not you, Juan. No. Uh, so yeah, you you're you're just like shot out of your like killer persona, um, and you become the the uh, like clever but not a fighter scientist, you Juan, and look around become overwhelmed by the situation, try to play something on this uh, throat Karina, and, um, and it, like, the, 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 the head one just narrows its eyes uh, and, and uh, lunges at you again. In a desperate attempt to not die, um, I want to do a defuse roll. Okay. Uh, okay, so... What I'm going to do is attempt to use those what are those fucking bologs, whatever the hell I took, off that thing's legs to try to wrap it around its mandibles. Okay. Uh, so you're actually this is not diffuse. This is uh, use uh, unleash power because that's a device. Okay, then I'm gonna unleash fucking power. Um, All right. So what are you trying to do with this? Are you just trying to just like tie up its face? Maybe I'm gonna try and get its legs to like trip it okay okay i wrote a uh, i wrote a five no (laughs) yeah so (laughs) yikes Uh, i'm stressed (laughs) i'm stressed okay (laughs) i'm stressed so you go to throw um these this uh bolo thing at the uh, the head Gauzek, and um, it does not connect. Uh, the wind picks it up and carries it um, off in a, the wrong direction, and um, the Gauzek leaps forward and, like, with its mandibles, uh, bites you in the chest for another two harm. <laughs> How we doing over there, Yuhuan? What's oh, the old Lord. harm boxes say? Oh, God. Um, my harm says 
I am feverish, and I get another minus, and now I have a minus one lore um, fucking debuff. Um, uh, okay, feverish. I, I imagine being impaled in the titties by mandibles would make anyone feverish. However, um, feverish, I feel like, has incited a self-preservation response, and I totally get another headache. I feel okay. like another two harm. Okay. Ugh. So what, what doesn't kill you only makes you stronger. Right. So now what I'm going to try to do is as I'm staring this thing in the face and pelted by manacle mandibles, my eyes narrow and I fiercely assault. And what I'm going to try to do is take the mandible that's still in my hand and stab it right in the eye. Okay. I rolled a 11. Minus one's a 10. Yeah, so minus one's a 10. Okay. You get to pick two, and I pick one. Okay. Um, I am going to inflict savage terrifying harm frightening and dismaying my foes and I would like to do that by just jamming that mandible as far as I can into its eye and hopefully getting its brain I don't know okay. but then you get you get to pick one more I want to get information from my foes is there some type of weakness that I can discover um, well okay so you'll get a data like you can spend it like, as a resource yeah, it says you get information from your foes, not necessarily information about them. Okay, I'm just gonna scavenge something valuable then. Okay, no, so undo the data. <laughs> yeah, sorry y'all, I don't need the data right now. All right, uh, I will say <laughs> the uh, because you threw the bolo into the wind, uh, it comes, it comes back to you. <laughs> Ooh, that's my device. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Um, well, all right. Now I get to resolve my thing. So okay, you know, you'll get your device. Don't worry. Okay. Um, so inflicting savage, terrifying harm. Great. What I am gonna say will happen it, with this is the stitch situation is destabilized and chaos will follow. Um, because you do you do skewer this thing in the brain, and it uh dies. It crumples. Um, like. And its mandibles kind of fall out of you as it uh, hits the ground. And uh, the other Gauzax, um, they like look on in kind of awe and shock. And then they all kind of slink into the storm and, and retreat. And you are alone on this roof. The dead Gauzak king at your feet. I guess I stabbed it a little too hard. I really just wanted him to beg for his life and become my slave. But he's dead. Shit happens. Okay, so Fuji just kind of sits on the ground for a second and curses their plan to anger the Galzak Lord into being sloppy uh, because it almost killed them. So they had to kill it. And as it sits there, looking at the holes in their chest, I'm sure pouring blood. Um, they kind of just play one last 
um, ocarina tune requesting help from any Galzak brave enough to acknowledge me as its new master, and then just kind of like pass out on the roof next to Galzak Lord's dead body. backed up against the uh this ornithopter the little bit of light from it uh keeping you from total darkness the torch glancing around wildly looking for this uh gauzak hiding in the shadows samson you have the rifle uh what are you doing uh i am just kind of scanning right now kind of aiming back and forth, kind of trying to listen really hard for any sounds. Um, I'd, I'd like to try a character move, if that's if that's okay. Uh, I'm going to try to command it. Um, so on a 7 to 9, they have to do it, but they have three options. I give you three options, which are freeze, get out of there, or attack. On a 10 plus, you get to pick. I choose two of those. So, hopefully so I don't pick. You, you pick. <laughs> no, you get to pick which ones. Oh, I just okay. give you the options. So if I get a, if on a hit, you get to pick from three options. On a ten plus, you pick. I pick two of the three options for you to choose from. Oh, gotcha. I feel like yeah, you've done this differently in the past. I th- I think I've been reading it, and I think I've been doing it wrong. So I apologize. That's all right. Well, I failed anyway. So. Um. Oh. Good hard move. Yeah. Um, this is going really well, folks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this time the Gauzak um, from the shadows uh, jumps at you and is smart enough to, with his mandibles, pry the gun from you and toss it like mm. up over his head mm. um, before like landing on top of you. Mm. How nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I guess I'm just gonna. What is? I'll, I'll, I'll maybe like pr- try to prompt it. Um, so you're like, you know, you've got your mil- military training. You know that there's one of these things, just the one in here with you that's currently engaged with you. Yeah. Um, you've got two allies, you know, up, up and back away from you. Um, and it's, that's kind of like all rushing bullet time through samson said like how do i turn the situation to my advantage yeah i guess what i'm gonna do is try to diffuse and then ask for assistance this time (laughs) in case (laughs) i fail does that sound good yeah okay uh so i am going to try to use physical exertion since it's on me I guess. So uh-huh. I'm going to use plus force. And that is a seven. Um, okay. Are you asking for help or are you yeah. accepting the seven? Jordan, do you want to help try to level us up to a 10 so we make the situation safe? or? I absolutely do. That is an 11. Ooh. Ooh nice. Yeah. 
All right. Yeah, so boy. the situation is safe until changed significantly. What does it look like when Rune comes to assist Samson? Samson is trying to like literally throw this thing off of him. So what do you um, do to help? I'm probably just going to like quarterback style. Wait, are quarterbacks <laughs> the one that tackle? No. No. Sports. <laughs> Sports. Ball. They're the ones that get tackled. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I just hope both teams have fun. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna linebacker style. They're the ones that tackle, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they do tackle. Sweet. Them. I'm just gonna like tackle it from the side. Like an idiot. <laughs> okay. So you quarterback style this thing, linebacker style. tackle this thing football tackle it (laughs) do a football tackle i'm Um, football tackling just maybe i even go like oh i don't know yeah do football players do that do they use their mouths to make noise yeah i'm sure they do um so you get in and put your shoulder into the thing and uh and and push it off of samson (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and like it like it like wiggles out of your grip and kind of uh dashes off um like an adjacent corridor uh and and you hear it's like feet disappear or the sounds of it kind of running away all right is that the yeah, same please. way we need to go to get to the thing no okay no. Uh, you have to go we upstairs were gonna- Okay, we're going to make a break for it and try to turn... I'm going to make a break for it and try to turn the lights on real quick. Okay. All right. Um, Uh, Rune, are you following or are you staying put? Um, I'm going to go ahead and follow. I'm going to see if I can help. Okay. All right. Lorena has picked up uh, Samson's rifle uh, from the ground and um, she kind of looks at it like distastefully and tosses it at you, Rune. Alright, well, as I catch it, it there's like a force. Like it it's heavy. Yeah. You know? It's like a little pushback. Um I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? I don't know, use it. It's a if you need to. I think we've established that Rune can handle herself with a with a weapon. You had a yeah, military cool, cool, father cool, cool. You had a military father. Gun training was probably part of just yeah. growing up. Yeah. So I'm just going to, you know, grab it. And I'm kind of just going to look around. Uh, okay, go. Samson. So you, you book it up the steps um, somewhat in the darkness, <laughs> uh, too. But Rune's following behind. Like, she's she's got the flashlight, like, in her mouth with the rifle in her hands. Um and you get to the it's a really dirty f- flashlight at this point it's been in two people's mouths it's been all over the floor um yeah mm. uh, and you get up to the the com- command center and hit the button uh or flip a switch whatever it is the reset sequence and uh the lights kick back on and then you hear the sounds of the hangar door opening Oh no! Fuck! God damn it! And we have like the one gun between us, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Is the ship... Does the ship have any f- weapons on it? Uh, no. It's a... No. Tran- it's a like it's a ship. transportation yeah, vehicle. So, you hear the sounds of the hangar door open and the storm come pouring in. Great. Cool. What do you do? Awesome. Super excited. I mean, I, I guess I'm just going to like run and see if I can get it closed. Yeah, now we're going to try to close the door. <laughs> um, Lorena's the one who closed it, right? Last Originally, time? yes. Okay. Uh, you uh, sprint back down, uh, retracing your steps, and you are in uh, this hangar. The, st- the, the sand is just like coming at you from all different angles. Um, the night sky is being lit up by these lightning strikes. You see Lorena has climbed into the ornithopter and shut the door behind her because there are about four Gauzeks in the hangar now kind of circling the ship. Okay. Mm. Uh, I'm going to call to Lorena to turn the ship on. She says, I mean, I can, I can start it up. There's, I don't know how long it'll it'll uh, run for. This thing is, hasn't been properly repaired yet. Do you think it can move laterally side to side? Uh, it would be dangerous to do it in the hangar. I need you to hover it just a, a few feet off the ground, like a couple of feet off the ground and see if you can uh, spook these things out of here. I get what the, I get what you're going for with that. Yeah. I feel like you'd uh, you'd very quickly kill the ship and everyone in the yeah, hangar. You're probably, you're probably right. with a fiery explosion. <laughs> That's um, a terrible idea. Um, but yeah, so 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 it's not that, but another thing. But another thing. But a, but another thing. Um, shoot, what kind of stuff do we have? That's a good question. What's in that? What's that canister of foam? Um, it's a, it's a device. It? It's, I've given you descri- the description that you're going to get you can attempt to use it. Uh, and then you <laughs> can find out what it does. Sure. I'm going to, um, pop a hole in it like enough, like just a small hole as like a pressure release. And I'm going to chuck it at the, like, I want to unleash power with okay. this thing. Okay. Does that make, sorry. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Go okay, for cool. it. You're like, I don't know All what right. the fuck this thing is. Stab. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is a seven. A seven. Okay, so you get to pick two. So, I just don't feel like, I don't know, this, this is dumb, but I what I want it to do is to, like, stick, like, put a substance on the floor like slick a substance that makes it like uh-huh. difficult terrain that causes sure. the gazek to trip around and slip up and then um rune can like pick them off because they're sitting still okay does that make sense yeah um and then i guess we dev- we avoid the side effects of that as well so so you I, want it, it to does do exactly, exactly what you wanted yes and then, okay. yeah. Yeah. You guys don't always have to pick that one, you know. <laughs> I know. I know. 
Because it like, says, even, yeah. when a play, even when a device doesn't do what a player wants, rolling a 7-plus should still improve their current situation. Yeah. Just as a reminder. I know. Okay. Um, so, because there's what you want it to do, and there's what it actually also does. Um, but it will slick the, it will slick the floor. Uh, the, this, like, uh, canister kind of explodes, and this foam expands out, coating the floor. Um, and it's got like this, uh, it's, it's suddenly like a little bit warmer in here. Um, as if the foam is releasing some sort of heat and then, Hmm. uh, and then, you know, several Gauzix trip, um, obviously you exploded the canister. It can't be used again. Um, and, uh, you will rouse (laughs) other devices in your environment um the oh man uh the ornithopter um gets like gunked up with this stuff uh nice and it's like the open paneling is just like there's there's foam in it now uh but yeah the gauzex are like tripping over themselves uh and they can't move super well all right, I am taking the opportunity to start pointing and shooting. Okay. Um, and that was that plus force. That was a nine. A nine. So, so you get a one and I get two. Fuck, okay. I'm going to go with um, our avenue of escape is clear. Let's do Makes that. Sense. Uh, so you you shoot one of these things um, in the face, and uh, it like kind of shakes it off for a second. I will say that the uh, two of them have like attacked the ornithopter, and um, have used their claws and their teeth to like pry the hatch at the back, like, half open. Um, and Lorena's just, like, in there, screaming. <laughs> um, the one that you shot uh, kind of, like, slips its way uh, towards you and, like, whips you um, with a tail, uh, and you'll take one harm. And then, so all this is happening. There's slip sliding everywhere. Guns are going off. Lorena's in the in the ship being, you know, scraped towards... Uh, by these creatures and then you hear uh like a a call come out from the from the storm um like a weird sounding uh call like these gauzex have released and they all kind of perk up and then uh leave okay wow that's okay where'd they go what about the other one? <laughs> that one takes it takes a, another couple seconds for that one to just like come screeching from one of the corridors, like slips on the mm. foam a little bit, and then and then <laughs> uh, runs out into the into the storm, uh, leaving you guys alone. Um, and uh, you, Juan, you have just passed out after making this call, and um, we see you don't see, but we see. Uh, a Gauzak kind of like gently grab 
the corner of your clothing uh, with their mandible mouth and just like pull you off of the roof. Um, and like the next thing we see is is Samson and Rune kind of like looking around like what the hell just happened. The lights are back mm-hmm. on. Um, so you can see you can see everything anymore uh, now, and they see uh, a Gauzek just kind of like backing up while pulling uh, <laughs> Yu Huan's body uh, towards you, deposits it, and then runs away. Oh my God! Lorena's like, "That's what just happened." I run over to Yu Huan and start shaking him. Like, wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Are yeah, you okay? You what two, happened? Like, What's going- you see two large gore holes in their chest that are bleeding. Is there anything we can do? There's like a heal ac- or a heal action, isn't there? Yeah, there's shake it off, which um, when you take cover or put space between you and a threat, heal any any minor harm box. Um, so it's just like one of them. Uh, but yeah. I will say, like the the danger's gone. I mean. Um, you you yeah. see you see Lorena like exit the ship and hit the hangar button, uh, and the storm kind of slowly seeps to just the floor as it's coming out from underneath the hangar door, and then you're you're in a lit facility again. The du- the sand and mm-hmm. dust kind of just like billows out for a second, and then and then settles on the ground. And she's like panting. <sighs> Well, that was a lot. Can see why this place has been abandoned. This is a nightmare. You, Juan, are you okay? Am I awake yet? Um, yeah, you can wake up. Uh, you know, you can heal one uh, harm box, one minor harm box, as uh, uh, Samson's kind of just like, I don't know, put a ba- put pressure on you, put a bandage on you or something, you know, to just like and then just triggered you awake. And who is it that's awake? Is it Yu Huan uh, or Sui Fun Ji? I feel like Yu Huan is very, very traumatized right now. And so uh, Fun Ji wakes up, kind of just looks at everyone, and then like emotionlessly states that the creatures will no longer be an issue. I kind of like stand up and take a step back and say, um, okay, what happened? Where did you go? Listening to the wailing cries of these creatures, I got the feeling that they may be speaking some sort of language. So I attempted to communicate I would be remiss if I did not mention that my ambitions extended beyond that as I attempted to subjugate and dominate their leader. Things didn't go as planned, so I simply killed the beast. And now... Well, we, um... just saw one of those things drag you in, plop you down, and then run away. So... So you went to the roof. Oh yeah, I caught them here. I see. Um, you sit there and rest up for a second. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to grab Rune real quick and talk 
talk to him. Sure. Um, judging by my injuries, I don't think I'll be going anywhere anytime soon. So I look at Rune. I said, "You, there must be something going on. I don't know what it is, but that is not you, Juan. The one that I know that we went through the academy with. No, there is something going on with them. I can't put my finger on it, but this is more than just some kind of yeah, cryo-sleep-induced personality change. I agree. This, with ambitions and everything, this isn't. This sounds nothing like the person that I know. Um, I don't know if you're going to support me on this, but I believe that we need to keep them contained until we can figure out what's going on contained don't you think that's a little harsh not when there's only four of us out here in the middle of space with no help i don't trust people i don't trust that enough to put stake my life on it especially when it when they put it threaten us like that you're the samson's a lieutenant right well, Captain he's now. been promoted, yeah. Captain promoted, now, yeah. Promoted. promoted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you ever find civilization again, Samson will go back to being a lieutenant. But in the field, right now, he's the yeah. captain. Yeah, Look you're the... You're, I'm the captain now. You're the captain, captain. Technically speaking, Gregory is a higher rank than Samson, but because Gregory is indisposed, Samson has filled that captain's role. He has to. Because there has to be a captain. And if you were to wake up Gregory, you got, you know, Samson could step down and let Gregory take over, but Gregory wouldn't question Samson's leadership because he was promoted in the time of, you know, of necessity. Yeah. Well, shoot. This is, I think this is going to happen. I am going to turn around and attempt, I guess. Yuhuan's not really going anywhere, but I am going to uh, restrain Yuhuan and put them under arrest. Uh, all right. Do you have like um, some sort of uh, handcuffs, or do you have like a some sort of like restraining device? Not that I'm aware of. I think I'm just going to find some cord and uh, tie a tie a uh, restraint like a restraining knot. Okay. And I'm just, I'll just say for threatening this uh, this group's mission and for uh, threatening the lives of the people here, I am uh, placing you under arrest and where your actions will be reviewed by us at a later date once we get back on the ship. Uh... <laughs> Threaten your lives? I saved you. You would have if all you... been hunted and devoured by those creatures if I didn't dominate their leader. If you hadn't called them here in the first place, I feel like we would have done better. Or they would have found another way inside as they did and picked us off one by one. Regardless of the of the actions, this is the information that I have, so this is what we're running with right now. We can review this and discuss it later, but right now I don't feel like I can trust you enough with my life or anybody else's, so this is where we're at. So what Yu Juan's gonna do is... Can I, like, 
as fiercely assault my shackles and try to escape. I feel I like know. fiercely assault would be the better uh, yeah, one. avenue of escape is clear. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I got a two. Uh, so what happens because no one's coming to your aid (laughs) aid on this (laughs) so what happens is uh is soifungji uh stands themselves up in the best way they can while everyone is kind of like distracted uh with the ship and um you go over to like the sharp corner of like uh, one of these work tables and like try to cut your cords and um you juan takes the reins for a split second and headbutts the table as hard as as hard as they can and knocks <laughs> themselves unconscious and everyone looks over and they're and they're like you just see you just see uh you juan just go boom and like fall over <laughs> I am not mad. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Fail forward. We love it. <laughs> yes. That is exactly what Yuhuan would have done too. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't wrestle control for very long. But what I can do is take myself out of the equation. Um. Okay. So yeah, everyone looks on and like that was fucking weird. Lorena. Lorena was like. Is this a normal thing for your species, or? No, this is. Um, I don't know what that is over there. We're uh, we're gonna figure it out, though. <laughs> yes, I don't particularly like when people that I'm traveling with uh, attempt to kill me with large beasts. So. I would agree. Let's get this. Uh, let's get this ship fixed, shall we? Right there with you. Maybe you can show me some tips and tricks and we can uh, do a little bit more maintenance on my own ship. Sure. I'll give you the ins and outs. And uh, you guys uh, ascend into the ship and then we do a time lapse wipey wipey. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it is the morning. Uh, the You guys open the hangar and like sand just kind of, kind of like uh, fills in on the floor as it's like had been piled up on, on in the hangar uh, on the outside. And uh, it's a nice sunny day. You could see like scorch marks in, in this uh, ground from where like lightning strikes have happened. And yeah, there's just like sand piled up in dunes and stuff uh, all over the ground. Like everyone kind of like works to uh, push the ornithopter out of the hangar doors and the, uh, and Lorena, who's in the cockpit, uh, flicks it to life, and the wings like curl out and start to flutter uh, like a dragonfly. And um, you you take to the sky and open a comm channel to Android. She says, "I've been trying to reach you all night. What's what's been happening down there?" We have had an eventful evening. Android, uh, we are headed your way uh, with three crewmates plus one prisoner. Um, we will uh, talk more about it when we get up there. Okay, uh, I can assume that this strange 
energy reading is is your ship. Yes, that is us. Okay. I will try to meet you in the upper atmosphere. Android out. Mm-hmm.